Good evening, Meatsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV shows and things and guilty pleasures. This is episode number 258. We've now done as many episodes as the number of games the Philadelphia Phillies lost since this day in 2011. Whoa. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is. Uh, speaking of things that some people still believe in, this week we're talking about Veggie Tales. Uh, get up in that, giggle into the mic so I can okay. capture that. That's so funny. Okay, good. Uh, we're, talking about, <laughs> uh, we're talking about four Veggie Tales uh, tapes, I guess, from 1995-1998. Are You My Neighbor, Dave and the Giant Pickle, Josh and the Big Wall, and of course, Rack Shack and Benny, which is where they went just real weird, right? That's when they they sort of lost the That's plot in Rack Shack and Benny. <laughs> uh, that was it. The talking vegetables really lost it at that point. <laughs> they got yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, because then Jesus' vegetables stood next to them. There's okay. an angel, sorry. So, uh, That's Old Testament, one of Jesus. It's a good point. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Angela, so stand why, corrected, sir. Why did you do say God is love, which is strictly New Testament. Why did you pick uh, VeggieTales for us? Uh, that's a great question. Well, we you told me to find a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. and uh, the problem with me is that a lot of the things that I love, I don't, I don't hide. Like most of them, right, right. Um, but I watched so much VeggieTales when I was a kid, and like I rewatched these for this, but I knew like every right. every word. And like, Wait. and when I say when I was a kid, I mean like I stopped watching in high school, not because. I didn't want to watch them anymore, but because they like sold out and weren't as good anymore. Like they weren't like VeggieTales got t- bad. Uh, so I had a, I had a thing. I oh, that's so interesting. We 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 talked about this before uh, that in general the problem with the guilty pleasure is that we know mostly people who are pretty comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's great. But I I this is my new theory is that behind every person who's super comfortable is something they're actually secretly embarrassed about, and they just don't think of that. Right? Like last week we talked to Jackie Cation amazing, very comfortable with herself, secretly likes military dramas. Mm. Like, we watched NCIS. She likes military police procedurals. Not when she's feeling good, when she's stuck in a hotel. Yeah. And that is... She wants to feel like America is enforced. Exactly. Yeah, and like, so, so, I think there's like, maybe we we all have normcore in our guilty parts. (laughs) Is that, did I use that right? You could have. Anyway, this week's episode is sponsored by AudiblePodcast.com slash Read and Weep. Go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership, and you can get an episode, uh, or you can get a book of your choice, an audiobook, for free. Anyone. Could be anything. Could be something great. It uh, doesn't have to be. And uh, you also can support our show at the same time. Also, we just uh, finished our sponsorship drive, so we have no more sponsorships available. So join our mailing list right now, com, and you can be part of the next one. We'll let you know when it comes out. And in the meantime, thank you, everybody, with the fast fingers who helped us sell out sponsorships in 24 minutes. Yeah. Wow. We raised That was amazing, and we're really looking forward to doing those topics. There's going to be some Holy fun topics. Lord. We were at... We, we Last time we sold out in about two hours, raised the prices 20%, sold out in 24 minutes. By that logic, that graph, the extension of it, in a couple years, we'll charge a million dollars, sell out in two seconds. That's science. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be Sounds awesome. Sounds legit. Uh, flying me... cars. <laughs> right? Also, they'll be flying cars. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And joining us today from our Brooklyn studios, he's at C. Walter Smith. Please welcome back Mr. Chris Smith. Hey. Alex. Oh, no. Where's my hairbrush? Can you help me find it? <laughs> you don't need a Can hair you maybe brush. sing a song about me missing my hairbrush? I... So many feelings about the hairbrush song. <laughs> yeah. And about all of Larry's silly songs, really. I mean, that one was a special one. What about the one where he confessed to loving his lips as an external body part, uh, external to himself? Uh-huh. And he doesn't have them. And he doesn't have any lips. He has zero lips. This is a lot of traumatic lip memories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of repressed lip memories are going to bring out, and then it's going to change his life, and then it's going to turn out they were not real. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that happen with yeah. something like that? Yeah. I'm a cucumber with a song in my heart. Uh, also joining us today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter in our Brooklyn studio as well. Please welcome back Tanya Davis. 
You mean I let them eat my bunnies and in return they want to play hooky? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, so really quick, that was the golden calf story. Oh no, that's that's not the gold. I mean, no. Oh no, wait, yeah, no, it totally is. Okay, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I mean, well, that's not in a chocolate factory in the Bible, but right, right, they took some liberties with yeah. that story. Do you expect me to actually know Bible stories? I learned the Bible <laughs> from Veggie Tales. This is, oh. this is the extent of my knowledge. Oh, I, okay, good. really, like really piecing it together as we go along. Yeah. I wouldn't have caught that either. My mm. wife guessed that, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, except. I think that's uh, I don't remember the part where they're all, like, employees of the Golden Calf Company. I think they were probably slaves. Everything. <laughs> well, right. Oh, yeah. The part where vegetables enjoy consuming chocolate. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Uh, I had some questions. But they know that they shouldn't. Also joining us today, she's half of the delightful uh, Nerdcore? No, Nerdfolk. Close. Nerdfolk. Nerdcore is rap. Really? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Nerdfolk band. The Double Clicks. Yay, it's uh, me. You can get the, it's Angela. Angela Double Click. Do I say my favorite quote now? Go for it. All right. Gee, this is swell. Gosh, this is fun. I'm glad that my lobster can go for a run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That lobster. What, what was the story with that lobster? lobster. Yeah. Cat lobster. When, when, uh, when did it stop being in verse? That, when did it start being in verse? I don't even remember. That was, that was a whole Dr. Seuss story. Yeah. Except for when they sang. Man, I just, I'm so, <laughs> this is the first topic in a while where I've been like, I just have no idea what to say about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so taken aback by all of it. Uh, anyway, Angela's uh, got, you got a new album out, the Double Clicks new album out, yes. Dimetrodon. 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 an ancient lizard that, or not a lizard, that wasn't a dinosaur that people think were a dinosaur. It's all about people labeling you things that you don't believe, I don't know. Right, also uh, formerly a chicken. Uh, everybody is at this point. I That's think. what we assume. Uh, you can get that at theDoubleClicks.com mm-hmm. and at fine music retailers everywhere. On the internet. On the internet. Yeah. They're the, the only fine ones left. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to Dimetrodon and it's delightful. Oh, it's thank you very it's much. Very, it's very good. You're delightful. Uh, say more about that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would be the least delightful thing to say right <laughs> then. Uh, Chris, you're our uh, summarizer for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones today. Oh, man. I would like you to summarize each of these stories, but uh, in the whole, uh, quickly, separately, as a mono-toothed cucumber. Okay. But not as a pickle, because pickles are evil, cucumbers are good, which I think is something to do with Judaism and curing. I'm not. Anyway, it's complicated. It's all so complicated, Alex, really. <laughs> it's just, it's, 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 <sighs> so let's, let's first posit uh, some sort of uh, write-in audience participation show where, by request or as an advice column, <laughs> vegetables put on skits from the Bible to teach lessons to people who are in need of advice. Okay? Uh-huh. So, and, and let's say that the, the vegetables are what? It's, it's, it's Larry uh, the cucumber, who's uh-huh. the tall one. One, two. Bob the tomato who is the slightly no-nonsense one. He's the Raphael of this Ninja Turtle team. And oh. then there is Asparagus Jr., who is the little one who's full of hope uh, and incorruptible and has the most grating voice. Oh, my God, then... the most grating <laughs> ever, not just on the show. I feel like I'm going to say this a lot, uh, but just to start, how dare you? <laughs> really? You? I mean, that one seemed like a freebie. Okay. It's a pretty grating voice. Durst I have an opinion about the voice? (laughs) Go on. Uh, (laughs) And a supporting cast of vegetables, and they tell Bible stories, uh, but they also take breaks for Larry the Cucumber to sing silly songs, Mm -hmm. like about uh, wondering where his hairbrush is, when he clearly doesn't even have hair, he's a cucumber, Um, or silly songs about wearing a sombrero. Uh, and, uh, you know, other other things like that. The humor and the uh, tone tends more towards silly and sincere than, like, witty or watchable. But <laughs> it all it all kind of comes together. So they tell some Bible stories. We, we had what? We had uh, Josh and the Great Wall, mm-hmm. or in the Big Wall, which was where Joshua brought down the walls of Jericho by being bombarded by slushies. Uh-huh. Um, there was After. the... Being bombarded by slushies. Yeah, well, he, right. Yeah, he followed instructions. Yes, it's, it's about, all about obedience. Obedience. Yes. Yes. It is. Yes. yes. Um, and we watched. Uh, sorry, uh, David and the Giant Pickle, where it was David and Goliath, but David was Asparagus Junior, and Goliath was a, a very, very large pickle because they're evil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then we had. Uh, I'm sorry. I. We did. Also, know, are you my names. neighbor? 
Well, yeah, there was the one with the towns where they the towns hated each other, but it turns out it was just prejudice. He's the Good Samaritan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then Rackshack and Benny that that Bible well, classic. Rackshack and Benny was a weird one <laughs> because that was where our three principal cast members are chocolate factory workers who <laughs> learn not to overindulge in chocolate, not because chocolate is bad, but because overindulgence is bad. And then by doing so, they get promoted to the to be junior executives of the chocolate factory. But then they have to contend with some like you know uh, idol worship issues. Also, light, interestingly, in contradiction to the previous story, which was all about following directions from people above you. Yeah, this well, one specifically was, from God. Well, right, not the laws of man, the laws of God, and it, it, thereby it's consistent. Oh, that's true. But also, it was about following the guy who was in charge of your group, who wanted you to take on the wall, and not the other guys who wanted you to go back to being slaves in Egypt, because that seemed fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not when he's a chocolate employee. Then you should not follow him. He will give you a stomach. Well, no. The, it depends on where that guy's getting his instructions. No, it's, it's true. That is true. It's just it's, whether your chocolate factory boss is reporting to a higher power. Yeah, I feel like this is more about vegetables who learn the power of... Uh Investigative journalism. They start questioning their sources. Yeah, right? you gotta know the sources. All of the money. Yeah. All of the money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so it's all, this is all from 1995 to 1998, computer animated. Yeah, it's computer animated in the same style as, I think, Food Fight. Definitely. Where it's just barely not tolerable. I think that early computer animation is the stuff of nightmares. That yeah. super smooth, like, Weird angles that don't quite make sense. Waxy, lack oh. of anti-aliasing, yeah. edges are all weird. It's, yeah. I think it's also, though, pretty smart how they decided to make them vegetables so they didn't have to animate hands. It's true. Yeah. Hands like are every, it's the wor- hardest part of animating. It's the laziest possible. Yeah, no figure. hands, no feet, limited facial expressions, limited features. Mm-hmm. Um, However, they can still write with pencils yeah <laughs> and clap yeah and true. clap yeah although they did acknowledge that they could clap with no hands which was interesting i they they break the fourth wall a lot i actually that's something i really liked about it yeah <laughs> yeah well, do you want to you want to get into well let's jump into compliments then that's a, it. i'm kind of i'm kind of geared up you guys i had a lot of compliments for this and i really was surprised by myself so oh, interesting you know, well uh, just, uh angela we're going to give you the right to go first or last in this opening compliment you could defer to time he's very excited or you could go first. It's totally fine. It's with one compliment? Just one compliment. Top okay. and bottom. We like to start and end every, uh, every show with a compliment sandwich. So this is our major compliment. What do you prefer? Uh, I'll go last. Great. Tanya, lead us off with your surprising number of compliments. My surprise <laughs> Let me lead you off with a list. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I... Well, now I have to choose just one. I bet, I guess let me just expand a little bit on, on the fourth wall thing. Yeah. I guess I feel like every episode has a lot of like acknowledgments of some inconsistencies or some things that like don't quite make sense or just moments where like, you know, they should know the plot a little better than they do. The one that I specifically took note of that I really enjoyed was uh, when they're like they're dropped into this situation. They're like explaining the scene. And one of the characters that they come across as they're doing this is like, who are you? And then the guy turns to him and says, I'm the narrator. And his reaction is, oh. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, like, is, is surprised. Like, it's it's actually dry and, like, witty. And I, I actually laughed. Yeah. So, you know. So, yeah, listen we... to you. If you ever want to sneak into any, like, of the most heavily guarded facilities, you just start talking to yourself. And then when they ask, who are you, you say, you're the narrator. I'm the narrator. And they have to let you in, because otherwise the yeah. story would be broken. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will think anything is up at all. It'll be totally normal. We do actually... But yeah. We have a strict policy in this apartment building not to let anyone through the gate that's talking to themselves. So that kind of contradicts it. But <laughs> that's just like city that's living. a super solid policy. <laughs> yeah. the, my favorite fourth wall was the was the clapping thing where there's like applause sound and one goes, how are we clapping? We don't have hands. And one goes, I don't know. And then they just <laughs> move on. I like that. I think that's good. Uh, Chris, why don't you go second? All right, so uh, thanks to uh, uh, my friend and friend of the show, Xenia. Um, I'm reading this book called Geek Love, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic book, but it's where this family creates basically carnival freak children and travel, you know, tours the show around. Set and in Portland. Ever since then, I'm sorry? Set in Portland. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so 
I kept picturing this as these are not talking vegetables. These are deformed humans <laughs> the entire time. Whoa! And things got a Why lot Why didn't darker. you tell me that beforehand so I could have enjoyed that version? <laughs> like, this would be so much better if these were deformed humans who turned to Bible stories as their only, like, Sol- like salvation and their only uh, hope. Solace. Because they have no hands. Right. And they have no vocation. And they're green and their head is broccoli. Yeah. And then VeggieTales, ultimate yeah. title, right. The Potatoes Have Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. They do live in a sink, too. I don't know if you mentioned that. Or on the counter near the sink. Yeah, they're sort of on the counter the way vegetables are sort of on the counter. You guys, I'm just going to – I'm not going to get into it, but I do want to say I have all the same problems that I had with cars. Yep. <laughs> totally. All the same problems. Totally. Who grows the vegetables? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. what are they even for? Yeah. Yeah. What's the sink for if it's a world made of vegetables? <laughs> If the two uh, asparagus parents made a little tiny asparagus, why doesn't he? Uh, why isn't he a different color? He's not green yet. Why is he already ripe? Is when they get old, why don't they turn brown? Why isn't there why dying don't they asparagus? All have roots? Yeah, why, yeah. Where do the roots so go? If you cut off, who brought the computer in to, to display <laughs> Bible verses? <laughs> yeah, a vegetable-sized computer on the counter. It's not a full-sized computer. Yeah, who Wha- made the background for those Bible verses in that like kicky diner print? <laughs> It comes with. <laughs> All of these are good questions that we'll throw at Angela here in a second. But first, uh, a couple more comments. Mine is uh, that I found out that this is actually owned by DreamWorks. It is mm-hmm. not. Is it, it is. It's not. You said it. They sold yeah, it. Like I got out listed. of town. DreamWorks bought Big Idea, the company mm-hmm. that uh, Big Idea Media or whatever. And yeah. so I like thinking about it as a DreamWorks product because then that means. There is a nearly identical but better animated and better story product about vegetables and God, but it's done by Pixar. It's probably (laughs) that really throws off the curve for like spending on DreamWorks projects. We're like, did you know that this was put on for roughly fifty five cents? <laughs> they bought it after it was successful, I think. Although, which also leads to my other favorite story about this. Did you hear about when they put it on NBC? No. So they got a deal to distribute some of the VeggieTales episodes on NBC, and it went through standards and practices at NBC, which has a strict religious neutrality principle. And so they got all the scripts back with any reference to God crossed out, (gasps) which makes for a real weird show, including the sign-off, which is like, remember, kids, God thinks you're special. They just said at the end of the episode, goodbye. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) They didn't, they didn't dub it and they're like, remember nope. kids, NBC Universal thinks you're special. <laughs> and loves well, you very, very much. much. <laughs> I, I like it. I love that idea that, that of standards and practices being like just so consistently stupid, no matter what the product I, is. I like the idea that it turned into Garfield without Garfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got real existential. Uh, Angela, what's your favorite thing about the show? Major compliments down. Uh, I... I have many. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like the the references they make. I like the the like weird Monty Python. They do like a Hamlet episode. Oh, um, mm. and but uh, it's still Star like Trek. Jesusy Hamlet. Yeah, yeah they, we saw the Star Trek one. Yes, that, that was the right. USS Apple Pie. Yeah, it was yeah the Star Trek with one with the Scottish the accented Seuss penis one and the Monty Python one. I, yeah, wait, which one was the Monty Python one? You, I can see in your questions, you're going to ask me why the peas are French. Oh, it's because right, because they were doing that. They were the Monty Python it's, people but on those the wall. were also the, uh, what were they, the, the Goliath people. The yeah. Fair, right. Yeah. I didn't understand why they were French, but that makes sense. I I thought the, uh, but okay, but why is the Star Trek Scotty, why is he a penis? <laughs> He's a carrot. He's a carrot that looks like a penis. He looks a lot like a penis. It's <laughs> uh, a perfect <laughs> Alex, I, I don't want to shock you, but actually a lot of vegetables. <laughs> I'm never going to look at my produce drawer the same. don't open the crisper for like a few days. Just give yourself some time. The carrot specifically, though, it had just one line. That's the one that you identified to you looked most like a penis. To other people, it might be a different vegetable in the show. <laughs> Dear all... listeners, I think we've all just learned something about Alex. <laughs> right in, which was your most penis-like vegetable? It was, okay, so it's like pinkish, and then it has one line about uh, below, like an inch below the top. That's it. That's not a carrot, that's a penis. Okay. I'm gonna go with carrot on this one. <laughs> yeah. Go and carrot. I mean, I don't think they actually put a penis in there. It really looked like a penis. Uh, Disney. What? It's not Disney. 
Disney would have put a... Oh, in yeah, the background, absolutely. it would have been a penis. I was going to say that DreamWorks might put a penis in just as a character to show that they're not Disney. <laughs> That's fair. With a celebrity voice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, so I guess this gets us into uh, this gets us into our into our Clarissa explains it all. We've asked a lot of questions already, but now Angela, you have to answer them. I'm so excited. Stay nice and close. I have all of the answers. Good. Uh, so awesome. there, you've answered why the Jerichoans uh, have French accents. Yeah. Um, why? Also because they're a safe enemy, I guess. I if thought because you, okay. you can't right. discriminate and. Based on what people look like, but if they have a French accent, that's fine. Totally that's fair. That's a kids' TV rule. Similarly, why do the Jerichoans on the uh, sorry? Why do the uh, the Israelites? Uh, are, why are none of them Jewish except the one that's just a really stereotypical pa, older Jewish man? Pa the Great is the Jewish one. He's a grape. Yeah, yeah, he's Pa, pa the Great. It's hard because they are all so smooth. It's just they all look the same. Well, he's fr- his first ep- his uh, his first appearance was in the Grapes of Wrath. Oh, of course, oh. of course. Why are none of them Jewish except that one? It would be really weird if they were all like really super stereotypical. It would be weird. Also, it would be weird if only one of them was. Aren't Uh, they all of the same tribe? That's fair. Yeah, they're all men, but you know, whatever. Right? No lady, lady uh, Israelites. Uh Israel. We did see Lady Carrot in the um, in the chocolate factory one. Laura the carrot. That's her name. Laura the lady carrot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What other questions do you guys have? Uh, we we covered a lot of things. Okay. Yes. Well, here, here's a question. So we watched a Star Trekky type episode where yes. the spaceship was called the USS Apple Pie. Yes. Question: Was <laughs> it actually an apple pie that was the saucer section of that ship? Oh my God! With a bunch of dead apples in it. Oh, exactly. that's so sad. Follow-up question: <laughs> Because the, the tomato and the cucumber are fruit, so it's not just a vegetable thing. It's not as though fruit are other. Therefore, it's candied corpses that are inside. <laughs> well, in that episode, Isn't also that they the... eat a giant popcorn ball. Yep. Which yeah. Which is made of corn. Right. Which is sort of like if you think like, well, you, you well, eat like a giant ball made of fingernails or something. But like, like no, it's like popped fingernails. Whoa. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the husks. <laughs> That's why they said it was the worst kind of asteroid. It's <laughs> <laughs> popcorn <laughs> asteroid is people. Yeah. Uh, so here's my Glad question. Confirm that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so why don't they? Why? How are they so well preserved? Why don't they turn brown when they get old? Why are because God loves them. Does God not love the vegetables I buy from Trader Joe's? Because they go brown real fast. It, because they do what God tells them to do. Have you seen? Uh, that's what the it's no matter what God's gonna watch out for you. Yeah. If you're, also, if you're oh, go ahead. Spreading. Go ahead. Yeah, I have I have a related question. So if we were gonna like, if we were going to equate the purity of these vegetables that never grow old mm-hmm. with like. An existing figure. Are we talking like Pope levels of like obedience and and purity, mm-hmm. or just like like average super good person? Like I'm just curious if they're like, are they like really like climbing the climbing the good person ladder here? Or and and how tall out? are they on the ladder? And also, the t- top step's not a step, so don't go that high. <laughs> That's it. I mean, they're they're vegetables. They're not people. So I think God just loves them more. I guess I'm trying to answer your questions. Yeah. Does God hate vegetarians more because yeah. they eat only the vegetables, only God's favored children? Well, no, but it's these particular vegetables. It's not just all vegetables. All vegetables don't have this particular situation. Oh, that's true. God did not love Goliath these, the pickle. These are yeah. God's chosen vegetables. These are God's chosen vegetables, so they get a special spot. But also, why do these vegetables have so much like sugar stuff going on? Yeah, they always crave like ice cream and brownies and cupcakes and or things like, like that. Or like in the with the two cities, Fliberty Fliberaloo and Fliberty Lot or whatever. Uh-huh. It's, yeah, or Lot. They um they throw candy and flowers at each other when they like make up. Right. Like, they why, throw. They, why they, is there all what like and the chocolate bunnies? The like, Philistines drop always... slushy. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like sugary drinks and snacks. Yeah. Around. Yeah. And they're vegetables. I would think that they would deal in like. Sunshine and nutrients. Yeah, vitamins. <laughs> Nutrient-rich best, soil. That would be the best way to tell children they would be rewarded by God is by sunshine and nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> they need those things. 
If God really loves you, he'll give you some vitamins today. If, here's my question. He'll teach you how to photosynthesize. <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. That would be a good trick. So it would be amazing. Would be super cool. So David and Goliath, right? Uh, Dave, David's fighting for the Israelites. Uh, Goliath's fighting for the Philistines, and they make the deal. If you your champion beats our champion, uh, then we're your slaves. And if your champion we beat yours, then you're our slaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, David slays Goliath. It's super great. Uh, why don't we see uh, the time after that where they make all the Philistines their slaves, and the rest of the time the Israelites just have a bunch of Philistines around doing their work? Why don't they they have an after the credits scene where they're yeah, why, I guess my question is why isn't that weird? A massive human rights violations. <laughs> Like, they do sort of, like, it seems like that's left out of the story. Is that always left out of the story? What happened to the Philistines? There's a lot of, like, cut slavery scenes in VeggieTales. That's very true. They cut around maybe the there's slavery? A whole, maybe there's a whole video just of that. Of, like, <laughs> on the cutting room floor. in Egypt, and then after... They also do, the, uh, the, the, the Jewish one makes light of the slavery in Egypt, and is like, I'd go back. I don't remember being a slave. It seemed nice. Uh-huh. They deal real lightly with slavery in VeggieTales. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they and they pause at a point in Israel's history that really is. Uh, I just I try to imagine children seeing this and then like hearing anything on the news and being like, oh, I thought Israel did great after everybody <laughs> figured out what was after that giant like, pickle fell over. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, they also they the kind of make was l- properly declared, yeah. and then we all just had a great time. Yeah, Angela, are we to believe that after VeggieTales, nothing bad ever happened in Israel ever again? I think. Well, I mean, I feel like this is like the alternate universe where vegetables are sentient and only have the Bible, right? So they don't have historical they don't context have, or of, new updates of Israel or, or BBC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I the the thing with the uh, with the Israel Israelites and the Philistines is so interesting too because there's the part where God just says, "Hey, the Israelites, this is your land. You can grow things. It's beautiful," and just kind of forgets to mention there are people there. Yeah. Some of them are giants. It seems like uh, God also kind of like dealt pretty loosely around the slavery aspects. Which is why we have to blindly obey him, which is what VeggieTales is all about. Right. Don't ask questions. But it also sort of seems like the message to kids <laughs> is like, listen to God. Sometimes there are giants, though. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, He's not sorry, sorry. about the giants. Yeah, it's just go hashtag fight. no big, hashtag be a little bit. Hashtag blast. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, it's interestingly troubling that it's all Old Testament stories, mm-hmm. so that it's all stories that have got some really weird side side parts. Yeah. Later on. A, yeah. Do you know why it's all Old Testament stories? Uh, I mean, they they started doing more New Testament stuff later. Um, oh, okay. And then Is they, Jesus a veggie? Uh, they, I think they have Jesus. I don't know if he's ever on screen. At least not when I was still watching. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. What kind of vegetable would he be if he was there? That's a great question. Avocado? That's a great vegetable. Oh, avocado is a great it's vegetable. It's a fruit. Man, it's the worst vegetable. Best fruit, though. It's a, is it? Man, it's, it's not a even... Fruit. Is it, Chris? Uh, what? I don't know. I, you know what? I'm, no, I'm uh, not letting you do this. <laughs> avocado is a fruit. It has, no, if it you has eat a, it, it has a pit. If you eat it for dinner, it's a vegetable. If you eat it if as it's a... green... You know, by that, that logic, Reese's peanut butter cups are a vegetable. Okay. <laughs> Not Chris dinner. <laughs> Normal people in the fruit like this is like tomatoes are also a vegetable. There's I'm not I'm thirty now. I don't believe the hype. Well actually, if you eat it for dinner it's not a fruit. That's bullshit. Fruits are actually a, a subcategory of vegetables. So On Veggie Tales they're also there and then it's not called fruity tales. So obviously they can both be both. And as we've established, this show is the end all be all of fact <laughs> and logic. It's got a lot of that going for it. Yeah. Also, I, Alex, I want you to write down fruity tales on a piece of paper and contemplate it as a show title for a while and get back to us. Seems like it, it seems flawless. I don't know what the problem is. What's the what's the best vegetable? Uh uh fiddlehead ferns? No? Too obscure for kids. Uh because like if Jesus, if Jesus Angela was... made a face as though she di- could not disagree more about fiddlehead. <laughs> well, like if you're gonna make a vegetable for the kids to think is Jesus, you couldn't do like uh, like something with a strong flavor, right? Like you couldn't make uh, Jesus fennel; they wouldn't be into that. I well, I was trying to picture something that has like the right amount of sort of flowing locks. The right. corn, right? You got the oh, silk yeah, hair, the silk and hair. then the sacrament, the blood of Christ, is corn syrup. 
And that oh. kids love corn syrup. Oh, it's that's in everything. That is really good. You can right. have some advertising tie-ins. We're all set. And then yeah, the asteroid like six, seven feet tall. It's very tall. And then that asteroid that was going to attack the spaceship was made out of the body of Christ. Yes. Yeah. That... Popped the popped Sent body of Christ. through space for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is holding up way better than I expected. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this is really solid. We were all just expecting that to be a bad idea, and we'd poke holes in it. But that was. No. Um, and he's a great listener. He's made of ears. <laughs> no one else like that? No? Not too far from I, That was pretty solid. That was so pretty good. Solid. I'm sorry I laughed away from the microphone. Also, I prefer Jesus no, but I want to hear I want to hear what, what uh, her What other vegetable, vegetable, vegetable you? I don't... I really like corn. That's a really good That was good a good answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other... Uh, Jonah and the whale. What's the whale made out of? Uh, do you want me to tell you what it is in VeggieTales? Oh, there's sure. a word, there's one? It's oh, of a course whale. there is. Oh. Yeah. Wait, it's just oh, a whale? Boy. Yeah. I am Wait, that doesn't also... make sense. There's also animals in this world? Yeah, absolutely. Then like, I'm pretty sure just... some of them have pets at some point. Oh, 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 oh man. I can't handle that unless they're Jerichoans, or Philistines. Unless they're the Philistines, because they could have them as pets, because that's reasonable. Sure. They won them in a contest. Yeah. Do we? Should we... Like commission a vegetable slavery video for you? Is that what you're looking for? Or is there... <laughs> yeah. Commission a vegetable slavery video has to. That has to be the first time that's been. <laughs> <laughs> The following behind-the-scenes look at Read It and Weep was brought to you by audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Get a free audiobook of your choice just for signing up and use it to listen to kids' books. Good kids' books. Well, that just about does it. You going somewhere, man? Yeah, it's about time I told you guys. I'm retiring from the podcast to go start a kids' show. You're quitting? No way. Yeah, VeggieTales was worth $44 million at one point, and it's, you know, it's not that great. And so I was thinking that uh, if it's that easy to make millions in children's TV, I'm just going to go do it. I don't think it's that easy. Wait, what are you going to do? Okay, so check it out. Here's my idea. A group of anthropomorphic fish acting out classic episodes of Sister, Sister. A pair of identical halibuts play the sisters. That sounds terrible. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be good. It's kids' TV. But But if you don't like that one, here's another one. Uh, A group of anthropomorphic plumbing fixtures acting out... um, Grimm's Fairy Tales. I hate it. Fleshlights acting out Shakespeare? No. No. Books acting out other books? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, I've got it. A bunch of anthropomorphic cars acting out the Pixar film Cars. Alex, I don't think this is a good idea. And the bag you packed to go start a kid's TV show just has vegetables. Like on VeggieTales. And a camera phone. To make movies. And a picture of a kid. My target audience. And a fleshlight. For the Shakespeare one. Definitely can't have a bag with those things in it. Yeah, man, particularly the flashlight. If you want to feel like it's hard to make good entertainment for children, you should listen to Harry Potter on audiobook. I mean, it's amazing, and you know you can't make anything of that quality, ever. Even if you've read the book, the audiobook is a real joy. And you can get it for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. And you support your favorite podcast, yours. And just like VeggieTales, it's about kids being special. Well, that's a pretty good idea. I guess I'll stay. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and get a free audiobook of your choice, including lots of great reads for children. And probably you should leave this bag here. Or burn it. Definitely burn it. I do love anthropomorphic fish acting out classic episodes of Sister, Sister. That really got me in a way that I was not expecting. Yeah. Wait, this is the one where there's some sort of fishy mix-up. <laughs> nope, tra- seen it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, cool. Oh, so- my God, the dad's limousine service could be the lampreys that are riding around on the sharks. <laughs> You guys, Chris has a real thing about finding Nemo. <laughs> I do. Do you, you really like it? Yes, I so love it. So much. I love it the way you might feel about the movie Cars. I like Finding Nemo a lot. Finding Nemo is up there for me in the Pixar film universe. Finding Nemo is a way to understand what Chris was like as like a six-year-old. Oh, like, he did have a lot. I was a fish? <laughs> 
know. You put it on, and Chris just like turns into a child. Oh, that sounds so fun. It's pretty charming. I'd watch that again. I haven't seen that in a little while. I really enjoy it. Did you guys see the Fantastic Mr. Fox? Not a Pixar film. Yes. Oh, but that, just recently for the first time. Oh, that turned me into a six-year-old. Oh, it's very charming. It's so charming. Les Anderson has that impact on me too. Also, uh, Lego Movie made me feel like it. That was a great movie. So good. Oh, so good. I was really not expecting to like that so much, and I just like had a big stupid grin on my face yeah. for an hour afterwards. I will oh. say, Guardians of the Galaxy, same effect on me. It was oh, fantastic. Really? Oh, it's super fun. Yeah, you don't even have to know what the characters are. You just have to know that it's... Which is like, good, because nobody movie. does. Yeah. Yeah, nobody does. And it's great. Uh, that sounds fun. I, I'll, I'll check it out. I haven't seen that yet, you're but the, I will. You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point of the show. He's a monster. Yeah, that is sort of the theme on the show. I really like things. Remember a second ago when I was talking about things I liked? That was good, right? Mm, yeah. It's true. Uh, like Sister Sister. Yeah, Sister Sister was fun. I really liked that. Uh, I was show. I was trying to think of like classic shows around. I I really liked all that. All that was really fun. <gasps> what about Roundhouse? Oh man, we could we could go on forever. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the veggies. Okay, so here's the next thing I want to do, you guys. Uh, I want to talk more about the possibilities of the Veggie Tales world. You know, where could we go with this? It's sort of like a sequel, uh, but mostly I want to know what other stories would you guys like to be done by anthropomorphic vegetables. That's a great okay. question. Or by other anthropomorphic things. But yeah, start with vegetables. Okay, so recognizing that the cast is not all vegetables, but is also made out of fruits as well, um, I was thinking that it could be Romeo and Juliet, where the fruits and the vegetables are the Montagues and the Capulets. Ooh. They fall in love. And like the neutral priest, who like the friar who marries them, could be like the tomato, because he's... Right, there's a tomato and an avocado that are having a relationship. He's one of them, yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, the tagline for the movie poster could be, love, it's the pits, because one of them could be a peach. <laughs> That's all. Nobody else? I like that one. I hope that was good. Uh, I really like the idea of the, the fruit and vegetable war. Are the, so there are fruits that people think are vegetables. Are there any vegetables that people think are fruits? That never happens, right? Sure, it does. I mean, for instance, like celery is something that people snack on like it's a fruit. Oh, what? I mean, not good <laughs> people. <laughs> oh, could we have. Like it's a fruit is the part that I really yeah, take issue with. Yeah, that's a weird with. thing to say, Chris. Or like a snow pea, it's sugary. Uh, it's not sugary. No. no Carrots are pretty about... sweet. I'm not even, even going to touch this. Okay, so uh, <laughs> could we technically, in some school districts, have a piece of pizza? As a vegetable? Yeah, because it's a yeah. vegetable in some school districts. It's, yeah. Isn't that the crazy Jamie Oliver show? Where yeah, yeah, it had to do with that. realizes that a piece of pizza is considered a vegetable and salad and... Yeah, french fries. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yep. That's, that's pretty dark, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of dark, I would like to see the Veggie Tales acting out Reservoir Dogs. I would especially like yeah. the part where the cucumber is dancing around to Stuck in the Middle with You and cutting the ears off corn. Ooh. <laughs> Chris, you thought you were the only one who had a, had a corn ear joke. <laughs> you were not alone. Yeah, I'm stuck in the middle with you. Can you hear the the song "Stuck in the Middle with You" and not think of Russ Four Dogs when that guy's torturing a cop? You can't, right? I don't know. I kind of get into the baseline and lose myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good too. Uh, yeah. Angela, what would you like to see the vegetables do? You said they do some other non-Bible stuff. Oh, they do a lot. Yeah, I could go on and on. Actually, and then I was watching these on Amazon, and I saw, like, and I just got angry. They do, like, a Saturday Night Fever one, mm-hmm. which is uh-huh. a celery what? night fever. Celery Night Fever, sure. And they do Pinocchio as pistachio. Uh, but I think, like, what <laughs> you were right. talking about, this, the, the, like, cutting out the, the bad parts of the Bible, which is a lot, mm-hmm. like, especially in the Old Testament, um, and I think they're really good at that. So I wrote down, like, The Wire. I think that yeah. would be, they would do a good yeah. job make, making that a kid's show. But it would be, like, just All the, the little French peas would be the hoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little French peas would be turning around the sides to confuse y'all. Oh, and McNulty would be McNutty, and he'd be, like, a peanut detective. <laughs> <laughs> Except you couldn't do that in modern kids' shows, because kids are that allergic to peanuts. You couldn't well, just have a peanut on a show. They would they'd be too too hard. He's bad for you, but you can't resist him. Oh, that is McNulty. Yeah. Well, but see, Alex, the thing you have to remember is that the show is actually made in a facility that also processes peanuts. <laughs> so, <laughs> I 
It's all too. It's all gone. I would like actually a VeggieTales uh, modern allergies version, where just like the peanut is in a very carefully contained. Like he's a character, but he can't leave this bag. He's a character, but you can't eat him at school or before you go to school. <laughs> yeah, right. Unless you get a signed note from every child. <laughs> <laughs> right. And there's there's uh, there's got to be some people are anti gluten and the wheat kids the, are made out of wheat are so sad they don't get to play. Oh, the wheat gang. They yeah. Come in. Yeah. Actually, that re- um, that reminds me of the birthday episode uh, where the which turns out in the Star Trek thing, which is like where the point of the thing is you have to invite every kid to your birthday party even if you don't like that kid. Yeah. Which seems like not great for birthdays. That seems like a bummer, right? Yeah, that's definitely true. That's why my childhood was terrible. Because you always had to invite people you didn't like to your birthday parties? Yeah, because I was only friends with people who were, like, mean. Because they were the only people I was allowed to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> why were you only allowed to hang out with mean people? Because yeah, nobody, nobody else hung out with them. Oh, It's, like, literally my childhood. Your parents made you, or you chose to? Oh, no, they made us. Wow. Yeah. This is super wow. deep. Yeah. So, I'm sorry for So getting, pretend like, they're vegetables and tell us, like, an example of how this came up. Uh, <laughs> Too much? It, oh, no. I, just, I can't even. So there it's were these, so dark. these two mean chalupas. Yeah. And they... That's not a vegetable. No, right. no that's, that's not, that's not okay. <laughs> that's like, that's... I know you might you might be still operating under school lunch. Yeah. Right <laughs> it's got cheese in it. It's a food group. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When I was watching these, it was actually like, I loved them. And I loved the songs. Mm-hmm. And we would, like, I, I know them... By heart, and especially like we would watch them over and over and over again. But yeah. the actual like stories, um, like the the one, the Rackshack and Benny is like the the framing story is like my friend wants me to watch a TV show I'm not supposed to watch, right? Which is like The Simpsons, right? If right. you're a Christian, sure. oh, kid. yeah, yeah. And oh, and so yeah. now you can't, but and, and you can't, and then and then if you do, you're a bad person, and you've worshipped a giant chocolate bunny, uh-huh. and. But that turns me into a kid where, like, if people are watching The Simpsons, I have to go home, and to this day I can't watch Nickelodeon without feeling guilty. You know? Nickelodeon? Yeah. Like, Simpsons it, are way worse than Nickelodeon. Well, no, but we also Nickelodeon didn't... back in the day had, like, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, Ren and Stimpy, yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. yeah, as a kid who was allowed to watch Night of the Living Dead, I watched Ren and Stimpy <laughs> and was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Simpsons a lot of the time are like sweet and like. I know the actually. Simpsons are great. I have no idea why my parents decided the Simpsons were the evilest thing and wouldn't let us watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so well, okay, so but let's go back to that that question thing though. Yeah. We can just admit those letters were not real. Yes. There's no because so they well because everybody's the way you know it's not real is that their first name, their last name, the city that they live in. And like one, the name of somebody in their stories were all interesting names. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't yeah. ever like John. Tuscaloosa, Florida. Yeah. 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 They're always such weird. So every episode starts with uh, that. Reminds me of a letter we got the other day. Uh, and then they're oh yeah, it's like uh, what does the Bible say about obeying my parents? Uh, that's what I'm curious about. Just Jake in Florida, and they're like nobody. No, no, no kid wrote that letter. What? No. That's maybe, not... maybe their parents wrote it for them. That's not... Ooh. I don't even think parents yeah. wrote that. That's a good point. I, I did find some of the letters to be, like, kind of convincing. I, I felt like the one that really stuck out to me was like, what does it really mean to love your neighbor? And I was like, don't you just skip over that? <laughs> like, I, I don't know if any child was like, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gotta write into this show. Yeah, really gotta find it out. And they, well, it was always like, if, you, if, like, if somebody wrote a letter that was like, hey, guys... I always wanted to know what God's opinion is on eating shellfish. And then they'd be like, well, if we go to this passage in the Old Testament about eating shellfish, they were too convenient. Well, the questions that kids would actually send them would be like, why don't you have arms? How come the peas have French accents? <laughs> if you can you got, do more can you... shows with chocolate? <laughs> I like Legos. Sometimes my brother farts. That's what they would be. Yeah. Here is a drawing of Larry. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Guess, Thank oh, you for actually, making your character so easy to draw. <laughs> that reminds me of a letter we got the other day, Bob. Uh, this is a picture of you. Anyway, here's what I God guess, thinks about shellfish. I sort of, this this actually, I have a question for the group. What age range would you say this is, like, targeted for? I would say yeah. Angela's high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Angela, so when yeah. you were watching this, yeah. what age were you and do you feel like you were the middle of the target demo or were you on the high side I was on the well, I, was okay, I think this is like elementary school middle school I, th- I think among other things uh, yeah 
I mean, like Christian group. kids are need entertainment desperately. Well, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, I felt like that it was like this is like well this is the one kids show so we all have to watch this one yeah. kids show and it's like it's like lazy Sunday school teacher you can just put on one of these yeah. and take a nap or whatever I think they actually you know the the silliness of the humor I and then the uh, the some tributes to shows that adults watch like it's it's pretty smartly constructed kids show yeah it's not I mean the thing that I like like the music is not annoying there's like a lot of kids music that's super annoying and this is pretty. Where is my hairbrush? Oh, like yeah. I, I was just—if I had a kid, they would sing that every day, and I would hate it so much, and I'd be so angry. <laughs> Let me just point out that my my twenty three year old sister still sings that song. From no, time to time. Oh, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. I I could not disagree with you guys more about the songs being good. I I didn't say they were good. Uh, Angela did. Yeah, but she's a musician, so I believe her. You know, I actually, uh, as far as like Larry's silly songs go, I'm actually going to go with Angela on this one. I think that they're they're just like the right amount of like abstract and funny for for good children's programming. Like you need something that's just like a little like off kilter and just like weird. And I feel like they really do that. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I like, that asparagus junior voice though. Oh, it's so grating. <laughs> oh man. Well, I, so, you know, Spongebob has, like, it's the most annoying yeah. intro song, and it was their goal. Like, they sat down there, like, we want to write a song that as soon as the, that they hear it, kids will love and parents will sigh, because it's so annoying. And it totally works. Yeah. I think they did that really well. <laughs> I like that you, just so everyone knows, Alex is now dancing as the, the Spongebob Squarepants song is playing. It's always playing in his head. That's the music. Spongebob Squarepants! Have I ever told you... That's that stroke again, buddy. <laughs> And have I ever told you guys how much I love Spongebob, by the way? I have nothing but I good things to say about Spongebob show. Squarepants. Really? I hate that show. Yeah. It's so good. I've, I'm sure I've told you guys this, right? It's so good. The, the charm the charm comes and goes for me. There are, there are moments where I really like it a lot, and there are moments where it gets a little grating. There's an ep- but I, I like, have that reaction to most... One of the first couple episodes, the, there's an episode about uh, a, a person having bad breath, and there's this fish going around with bad breath, and they're all trying to get away from it. And at one point... Uh, or no, Spongebob has the bad breath, and all the fish are trying to get away from it. And at one point, the breath is so bad that a fish reaches up off the screen, pulls down a fish hook, jams it in his mouth, and gets pulled out of the water. And that's how he commits suicide, to get away from the bad breath. And that is really funny. Yeah, that's smart. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, I love Spongebob. I have so many good things to say about Spongebob. See? I'm not a monster. No. The Nobody? Th- thing I like about that kid's show was the suicide joke. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I like the part of this is obviously for me. You know, the old guy watching the kid's show. Who thinks suicide is funny. Yeah. Because there's stuff I'd kill myself to get away from. I can relate to that. I really want to disagree with you guys, but you got me pretty good on that one. That is what I just said. I know I feel really bad. <laughs> Can I chime in with what I think it would be funny to see the vegetables? Please, do? please do. <laughs> I really so in the in the story of Rackshack and Benny. Also, we're yeah, is that right? Rackshack yeah. and yeah, Benny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I just want to point out. I don't know if there was an order we were supposed to watch these in, but I feel like we watched the most like out there one first because we started second out there, and then we went to like straight up Bible stories. Yeah, and I think it would have been really different oh, yeah. if we watched them in a different order. Yeah, so I did a um, uh, neighbor, giant pickle, big wall, rack shack, Benny because that was the year they came out ninety five, ninety six, so ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. And it does seem like they got weirder as they went on, although the animation never got better, even as technology mm-hmm. improved. Although I got really mad watching them on Amazon because they redid the opening song to make the oh. computer animation better, and it ruined my childhood. Oh, no, Amazon! No. I know. Uh. How dare they? Uh, so anyway, so Tanya. Oh, sorry. So in that one, there's that like security guard that's played by like a green onion. Uh-huh. And I, the as soon as he started talking, I was like, "Oh man, I really want him to like find a dead body." <laughs> <laughs> I just really love the idea of it being like a cozy mystery, like starring that guy. <laughs> Where he's he's Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, he's basically Jessica Fletcher. Murder but it she could, green onion. Yeah, but it, he could, and he could have like some like upstart, you know, like. Uh, I don't know. Sprout. Sprout. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was going to say endive. (laughs) 
who's like helping him crack the case. I like or the idea of like a bean, and then all of his kids are bean sprouts. Aww. that would be pretty cute. I mean, Angela, are there other kids in the in the Veggie Tales, or is it just Asparagus Junior? Uh, well, Laura's a child. Um, oh, yeah. Was she the one in the flying car? Yeah, she was yeah. the carrot with the pigtails. So, the here's a question. That's how you know she's a kid. She had pigtails. How come there's a flying car for delivering chocolate bunnies, but M- they... Milk. What? It was a milk yeah, delivery she's truck. Yeah, she's milk delivery. Yeah, also oh, the shit. chocolate bunnies. They, it, it was a multi-purpose flying Okay, that's, but how come true. they live in a world where there's flying cars, but they're still, like, hand-arranging chocolate bunnies on a conveyor belt? You have flying car technology. Built that into the well, system somehow. I think they pay them. They're trying to cut costs. Oh, you just think your flying cars are just, like, super resource-intensive. Yeah, so... That makes sense. Like, they didn't care about their workers, but they want things to be delivered quickly. Right, right. Probably is why. Because Net- Nettie K. Nezer, uh, sure. you know, he's all about the business angle. Is the- it's all about yeah. those sweet, sweet profit margins. Yeah. <laughs> What's he getting paid in? What's the currency? I don't know. Butter? That would be horrible. Sunshine, right? nutrients. Yeah. So, sunshine and nutrients. <laughs> Alright, well, let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich now, you guys. Uh, so we're gonna everybody has one more nice thing to say mm-hmm. uh, before we go about veggie tales. Early years? When did it end? It went for like it's several months. It might, might still be going, <gasps> if I'm honest. You guys know there was a VeggieTales uh, theme park in, I think, Dom. I mean, you did all this research. There, yeah, I didn't see this. There, there was one. I saw that there was a live show and a couple of movies that weren't very well received. Mm-hmm. But the live show was hugely profitable. That makes sense. I think it was in Dollywood. Oh. Or something else near where I used to oh, just, like just Darley Parton and Christian VeggieTales? Yeah, why not? Christmas vegetables. Christmas vegetables. That's a interesting. I'd go there. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, you would. You like now? You don't mean you would have. You would go now. Yeah. I would go right now. Uh, so other compliment. Uh, we're going in reverse order this time. So that means you're up first, Angela. Oh, What's no. your second compliment? Uh, I what did I write down? Oh, it has the best music of all time. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite VeggieTales song of all time? Uh, we didn't get to it, but there's an episode, I don't think it was in one of these, where Larry is gone, so they don't do a silly songs with Larry, they do love songs with Mr. Lunt. Um, oh, which what? one's that? Mr. Lunt is the, he's like the, the, whatever, floor manager at the Rack Shack and Vinny Factory. Oh, what? okay, okay. With the yeah. sort of racist accent, like everybody uh-huh. in the VeggieTales. Yeah. Um, and he sings a song <laughs> called His Cheeseburger about, uh, I think it's Jerry goes to the, the drive through and wants a cheeseburger, but it's closed. It's a beautiful song. I actually do. I know what song you're talking about. My mm-hmm. sister used to watch a lot of Betty Tales, mm-hmm. so I'm sure you all figured out. <laughs> Still sings the hairbrush song. And I, yeah, I, I totally know because she, yeah, that one and and the hairbrush song were real popular. It is house. super weird that he, uh, that he's in love with hamburgers. Yeah, cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger. I mean, that's still weird. Oh, it's Get so it much brother. different that they're Wait, cheeseburgers now. Like, where are the cows? Don't, don't where are the cows? Me. Who's killing the cows to make burgers for vegetables to eat? How do they process cow meat inside the vegetable? Yeah. There's a lot of questions. I, there's so many questions. Also, these godly people, the children of Israel, are liking, you know, an animal and its own milk in the same dish. Oh, you're right. What? The Israelites can't eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. Right. Well, Mr. Lent is a bad guy, so maybe it's not a good message song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's got a gold tooth. That's how you can tell. Yeah, and you can't see his eyes. Uh, so continuing backwards, that makes it my turn. Uh, so uh, there's a song uh, with the weird gourds. There's there at the time they thought they were weird, uh, and the song was called "The Gourds Must Be Crazy." Oh. Mm-hmm. Which, if you have to write a gourd song, is about as good as you can do for a title. That's amazing. That's a pretty solid song about squash. It's a good name. Uh, some of their puns were pretty excellent. The names of the episodes were also decent. Yeah. Yeah. This just made me idly wonder if there's a band called The Gourds. There, then... there is. It's, it's a really great uh, country band. <gasps> oh, I've stop. seen them live. They're fantastic. My apologies oh. to The Gourds for not knowing about them. <laughs> yeah. No, they're really, really good. Yeah, get up with The um, Gourds. But then I thought, like, oh, how great would it have been if, like, the cranberries were on Veggie Tales? 
Oh, yeah. Just, you know, other bands with mm-hmm. themed names. Yeah. What other bands with uh, Food fruit names? and vegetable themed names are there? Right. Um, I mean, Fiona Apple. <laughs> well, she, she wouldn't do that, though. Yeah. Her middle name is The, just like Bob the Tomato. Fiona the Fiona Apple. Fiona Yeah. Aww. Clearly the band Corn. All oh, right. <laughs> it's just they're all Jesus. Corn. Yeah. I feel like that's that's all I needed was just the idea of corn being on vegetables <laughs> and seeds. Get special guest host corn. <laughs> hey everybody, we got a great show this week. <laughs> Gonna tell you all about the parables. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Are you enjoying the Beatitudes? And now another song from Corn. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. All right, uh, Chris, minor compliment. Uh, you know, I, similar to a lot of the thoughts I've had about this. <laughs> wow, Tanya is really liking that one. Um, <laughs> the idea that the vegetables eat things uh, in general is pretty weird, mm-hmm. but then you realize that what they want is dessert, but probably what they have to eat is themselves <laughs> like they have yeah. to eat their vegetables before they get their dessert yeah and so like the idea that what this like the chocolate factory is doing is they're liberating these vegetables from the shackles of cannibalism by yeah. giving them chocolate bunnies to eat right and they're not is, appreciative like, so much more of like a harsh like stark world i think they should eat the oh, peas man. first because they're not that important to the stories yeah but you try to stab them with a fork they just roll away well but you're you know you're an asparagus stock maybe you can uh yeah, Shit, motor how do they are lacking anyway. Oh, man, how do they eat? Yeah. No, and, and so, like, I just think of this world where it's basically all you see is, like, primary color desert, <laughs> and you have to assume that they're eating each other. Really smooth. And, yeah, they're definitely... Oh, yeah, when they spent 40 years in the desert, a bunch of vegetables? Yeah, there were only, like, seven of them left of the entire tribe of Israel. What do you think happened? <laughs> they're made of food. I just assumed it was, a, <laughs> I assumed it was a small tribe to begin with, but it makes way more sense that they are food and eat, ate each other. Yeah. <laughs> a small tribe of entirely 40-plus-year-old vegetables. <laughs> and, like, you know, and, and when they were at the walls of Jericho and those French peas were uh, were throwing or hurling slushy at them, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't saying, go away, people of Israel. It's, please stop eating each other. Here are some calories. <laughs> yeah, this is a kind air delivery of slushy. You oh, need some sustenance. Yeah, you need, you need something liquid. You need something cold. You need something that, importantly, is not eating each other. You know, you need some electrolytes from the sky. Brondo. We got you. Plants crave. (laughs) All right, Tanya. That leaves you. What's your minor compliment? There was a joke. Again, I think this was uh, Rackshack and Benny. Really, was the top of the top for me. I think that's part of why I wish we'd ended on it. I I ended on Um, it, and that was the part where I was like, "Wow, these guys really lost it. They had a thing going, (laughs) and now it's just bonkers." But there was a joke about uh, whether the tomato was sitting or standing. Oh, that was a pretty good joke. I'll give you that. Yeah, and the tomato was like, this is sitting, and this is standing. (laughs) (laughs) And he just doesn't move. I enjoyed that. That really got me. I liked that a lot. I also liked that it was really a big concern to the other vegetables. Like, is he sitting or standing? I said standing, but maybe I was wrong. We have to figure this out. That really really tickled me. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely a handful of really good jokes, and I think that would be it. Did you find Bob to be a good host, besides the sitting and standing thing? I sort of, I liked how exasperated he got. And also, I I wish I'd asked this before, but so there's that song about how um, God's word is for everyone, et cetera, et cetera, that they always, like, start to play, and then the vegetables, like, freak out because they hate it. Mm Mm-hmm. So where is that song coming from? Because, like, they control the rest of the music. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, ugh, turn off that horrifying song every time. It's, it's hell, probably, right? Oh, sure. What's in hell if like vegetables totally are the... totally in line with their messaging. What if, it, what if hell isn't hot? It's cold. Uh-huh. They're frozen vegetables. Oh, my God. What if this whole thing takes place in a freezer and it's a hallucination? Oh! <laughs> <gasps> There are so many like tiny changes that make this a really scary show. <laughs> That's a mark of a good kids show. Every every you know, just like every bad book is one change away from being good. Every kids show is one change away from being horrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
What if the spaceship is made out of apple corpses? Yeah. That one's not a change. That one's really there. <laughs> that was that was implied. <laughs> That's right, kids. Jesus is all ears. <laughs> Alright everybody, that's it uh, for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to be back next week. Next week, we are talking about Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Not the weirdly sexual Disney version. Oh, I do love the Disney one with their foxes. Which one? The one with the foxes. Are you, what are you watching, the Kevin Costner one? No. An even worse one. <gasps> the Russell Crowe one. Russell Crowe! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, this, is, uh, this is sponsored by Nathan... Uh, who said he he loves the actors, loves the director, the source material, the photography, but how did it all turn out so bad? So, Read and Weave investigates Robin Hood, Russell Crowe version. Coming up next week. That should be excellent. Uh, so, thank you for listening. Thanks for sponsoring, Nathan. And thank you, everybody else who sponsored. We have some really good stuff coming up. I'll tell you all about it on the Facebook page or on the email list if you want to find out about some upcoming topics. Facebook.com slash Read and Weave. And readership.com for the mailing list. We're going to just give a little sneak peek of everybody who sponsored. There's some really great stuff in here. Um, Christy, what, is, what else are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to Guilty Pleasure Short Circuit, of course. Definitely. Great. I mean, I love robots, and I love robots who like to sass mouth. So that'll be fantastic. Um, we're reading another John Ringo book. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, that is the thing that I'm most looking forward to. Uh, just out of like a combination of, of rage and hate, and then also uh, a love of space. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> the adventure's out there. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked when they were just mining asteroids, and I liked less when they were like being really moralistic about it. Well, my other favorite thing is when we had a sci-fi expert, David Barkertley, on, who basically called me stupid, which was fantastic. Oh, I want more people to really. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can find that. You never told me that was our goal in our booking. <laughs> but look out. we got some more people who are willing to speak truth to Chris. Excellent. <laughs> that should be good. Uh, and for those of you who didn't get a chance to sponsor, uh, we appreciate you trying. Uh, we have a, people who, a couple people who just, just barely missed it, who we're really looking forward to it. We will uh, we'll get you, try to get you in next cycle. There's, there's plenty more. It's coming up. Uh, there was somebody who was driving and was really upset about that. You gotta be cool. You, there's, it's quick, but also luck. There's a lot of luck in the draw. With and this. never drive. And never drive places. <laughs> Don't ever drive. Take stay, the, stay at home. Or take the subway. Uh, you stay at home, people. That's what we're getting at. Refresh read.weep slash weep.com. That's it. You just have to read it. Well, <laughs> Don't do anything else. Remain what are you indoors. doing with your life? Remember the end of the social network where he just refreshes his Facebook page for that one girl to like him? That. Yeah. Both our site. Chris, cats and Netflix. Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Yep. And at the Tanya Best. But of course. Uh, it's all it's all ears. <laughs> all all ears all the time. And thanks for being here, Angela. Uh, Dimetrodon. Yeah. And also on tour all the time. Yeah. Playing all over the place. Uh, where are you going in the next? What is your what's your coming up? We've got Rose City Comic Con in Portland, and then we're on the East Coast for like a million years. So <gasps> the DoubleClicks.com has our tour dates. The DoubleClicks.com. The the is in the dot com. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tour dates, East Coast stuff. A lot of good East Coast stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't listened yet, you you will. Every one of you will really like the DoubleClicks. Probably most of you know about it already. Or else. But you will definitely like it. <laughs> or else. <laughs> God knows when you don't or like else. them. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but don't like them so much that it becomes like a golden calf and or a giant golden bunny at a bunny factory. Yep. How did they learn about bunnies? There's no animals. It's very strange. Well, no, why would are. they worship the bunnies if the bunnies are what eats them? Right? Oh, God. No! <laughs> I was ready to Potter. everything, and now I'm just so horrified. You, you got it, yeah. It, one change away from being horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that is it. We'll be back again next week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. Gee, this is swell. Gosh, this is fun. I'm glad that my lobster can go for a run.
When I wake up on the wrong side of the planet And the creamer for my coffee has gone bad And the people on the streets should really can it Cause I don't think they would like me when I'm mad Down at the bottom I have a secret trick It's a thing to bring me up when I am low It is simple, it's easy, and it's real quick And it went extinct 200 million years ago Dimetrodon They ate sharks and were ten feet long Dimetrodon It's a thought that I can count on When my darkest thoughts have got a hold on me I close my eyes Sailback giants. 